the sun was passing through this sign on the day and the time that you were born, basically. This was this is a sign that was on the horizon that the sun was passing through. So but the day you were actually born, like the day and the time, the sun that was like at that exact moment you were born, the sun sitting in that sign, that is your sun sign when you actually, you know, ejected from the vaginal canal. Okay. Not to put it in like a weird way, but that's the only way I can explain it, right? So the your sun sign is the exact moment you exploded from your mother's vaginal canal the rising is the aspect in that in that chart that the sun was rising through on the day that you were born basically so the sun was rising through whatever sign and when you exploded out of your mother's vagina that is your sun sign now or that is your rising sign. I'm sorry. No, like, yeah, I had that right. My bad. I'm confusing myself. Sorry. So, sun sign, explosion out of the vagina. Rising sign, the sun was passing through the horizon in this sign at that time. Get it? Got it? Good. So, let's talk about your rising, your sun, and your moon and how these things affect you. So your sun sign. Everybody knows what their sun sign is. A lot of people know, if you haven't figured it out by now, I my sun sign is in Taurus. I am a Taurus sun. What is your sun sign? What does that mean? So your sun sign is not who you are. That is more so your rising sign, and I will explain that. Your sun sign is your ego. What rules the what zodiac sign rules the sun? Leo, right? So Leo, the sun is your pride, it's your ego, right? It is who you are when you want to do the most and burn like burn brightly. Cool. So your sun is like your inner personal like self. It's your purpose. It's kind of like this is the source of life that is yourself so i'm a taurus sun right the source of myself is essentially a taurian i am very taurian at my core so this is in my creativity and who i am as like an individual person i am a taurus now getting into the rising sign that is who i am like as a generalization like this is who i am on my day to day right? So your sun sign and how you kind of look for it, it, how it affects you directly, because I'm sure many of you may have gotten a, you may have gotten this spiel that is, oh, you do not act like a, a an Aquarius. You don't act like a Gemini. You don't act like this. People t- ask me all the time, like, am I an Aquarius, a Sagittarius, because of my general demeanor in my day-to-day life. I am a Taurus, and people never expect for me to be a Taurus. They, they just, it's, it's a confusion. I'm like, no, I'm a Taurus. Sorry, I'm a mid-May Taurus. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. But if you want to see how your sun sign, like how to really tie together, like how you act like your sun sign or who you are and your things that... Look at your sun sign, look at the house that it's in, and then look at where Leo is in your chart. And that is how 
the sun that is how those placements influence your sun sign so if you have a sun like like me for example i have a, my sun sign is in the 10th house the 10th house is ruled by capricorn and the 10th house is ruled by capricorn but the sun is ruled by leo i have like a leo rising so my rising so the 10th house is ruled by Capricorn. The 10th house is also career. It is also like your your long-term career is what you want to do like forever. It is longevity, essentially. It's stability, longevity, how you got your shit together, basically, right? So with my sun sign, my the ruling, the the zodiac that rules that planet is my is in my rising. <laughs> So, to tie those two together, I have a Leo rising, so I have Leo in the first house, but my 10th house, house has my sun. If you correlate those two together, at my core, my creativity, like my interpersonal, like my interpersonal self, who I am, I was always meant to kind of be in a public eye. I was always kind of meant to be a leader of some kind as my long-term career. So my creativity, my my pizzazz, whatever I got going on, that is why my rising really heavily influences my sun sign. Despite me being a Taurus, I don't act like a Taurus. However, my my rising sign, which is in Leo, really influences my sun sign because that's like because that's where my sun sign one that is where my sun sign is. It's in the tenth house, but the rulings the 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 zodiac the planet that that zodiac rules is in my first house, which is like you know who you are openly and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm going to get into that. Um, hopefully I, I kind of explain that a little bit good. But I just use that as an example because just because you are a sun sign, the placement, the house placement, and the zodiac that rules that sign will heavily influence the details of how you are at your inner self. So like I said, if I have a son in the 10th house, but my Leo, like Leo, like Leo is ruled by the sun. So Leo will heavily influence like that sun's like my sun sign, depending on like where it is in my chart, essentially. So this is a little confusing because it's like an advanced, like, astrology technique it's not that advanced but it's not it's like intermediate so i just want to i want to explain that in a way that your sun sign can insanely be influenced by the other zodiacs in your chart because even though yes the sun sign is quote unquote who you are and you don't act like a this or a that well, of course, you don't act like that because your sun sign isn't necessarily who you are. This is just who you are at your inner self. This is your inner purpose. This is like who who you who who you are at your best self, essentially. That is your sun sign. At least that's how I interpret it. Other readers might interpret it differently, but that's how I interpret it. Your sun sign is who you are at your best self. 
and that can be influenced by other placements, like other placements. So moving on to your rising, a lot of people interpret this like I like how I just did, like this is who you are in your day to day. So your rising will always be in your first house. And if you know your rising sign, you can infer the other placements in your chart. So like I said, I have a Leo rising. So even though you can't necessarily calculate the bot the planetary bodies in that house, normally if somebody has like let's say a Gemini rising, you you know that Gemini is in the first house. Cool. So what comes after Gemini? Cancer. So if that person has a Gemini rising, right? Then their second house would be in Cancer, and so on and so forth, and so the wheel turns, right? So, anyway, your rising is again, like I said, the sun was passing through this sign on the horizon that you were born, blah blah blah, blah right? So, your rising sign is your first house, it won't necessarily change. Sometimes people may have it in like their 12th or maybe closer to their second, but 90% of the time, your rising sign will be in your first house. So with that being said, your rising sign, aka your first house, is kind of like how you present yourself to the world. Like I said, this is like who you are in your day-to-day, but this is also, 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 physical appearance. You may have heard that. That is very common. But it's also like your environmental influences. So this is kind of what grew, what you grew up around to shape you into the person who you are in your day-to-day. So your rising sign is important to know because it lets you know kind of like what you grew up around, kind of what influences kind of made you who you are or will make you who you will become. If you're reading for like a child or like your son or your daughter or something. So your environmental influences, aka your rising sign, can really, really shape who you are in your day to day. And it's just generally how you act. And it's also like your physical appearance and things like that. So rising is a little bit more simple. I also interpret rising as your present karma or your mission. So the 12th house is actually, your 12th house is like past life karma and hidden things and things of that nature. Your, like for me, your first house is your mission. Your rising is your mission. The thing that you are to be doing in this lifetime. It is also like your North Node and stuff like that. But specifically when I read it, when I read charts, your first house gives you kind of like your mission. So, like I said, I have a Leo rising. My son is in the 10th house. What do you think my personal, like my mission for this lifetime is? To be in a public eye, to be fancy, to be a leader, to, you know, have a flock of people and things of that nature. It's, it's just very kind of public, like public. And because the sun is in my 10th house and Leo, like Leo rules the sun, it is also like that aspect of my personal like path for this lifetime, that Leo placement influences that sun in my 10th house, meaning that is some aspect of my career that like that is some aspect of my life that is going to be 
be a part of my long-term career. It is something that I will never stop doing, really. And so it's not like a pause. It's not like, oh, I'm not going to just, I'm just going to do this for fun. It's not short-term. This is more so like long-term. So again, that's how you tie those two things in together. And like I said, that's more so like an intermediate kind of thing. But if you kind of like rewind this back and like really, really listen to it, you'll kind of like get the hang of it over time. Like I said, it's going to take some time to kind of really dig deep into it. But I know a lot of you listening to me can kind of do it. If you need me to explain a little bit further or a little bit more cohesive, I will definitely make a post on my website, trinitystarot.com, explaining it a lot better than, than this, if you're not getting it. So... Again, that is your rising. Your rising is your first house. It is typically your first house. So if you have like a Leo rising, then it is your path to be in the public eye, to be seen, essentially. If you have like a Gemini rising, you're more, you're on the pathway to be more like analytical and I don't want to say intelligent, but like, like analytical in the way of like you speaking, you can't escape it. Like, it's something that you can't escape. So, Gemini Risings typically end up in, like, teaching, like, teaching or podcasting or radio or television, something with communications. They normally kind of end up leaning towards that, texting, emailing, you know, something something along those lines. So, there's, there's that. And then if you correlate it to where, like, so, Gemini's ruling planet is... Mercury, Mercury rules the third house. You can take a look at that and then take a look where Mercury is in your chart. And then you can get even more details on how that will influence like your paths for this lifetime. So there's that. So moving on to like the final thing, your moon. So the moon, everybody knows the moon is your emotions and your sensitivities and your feelings, feelings and stuff like that. Here's the other part. People don't understand that the moon, one, the moon is your emotions, yes, but it's also the mother. It's also the mother. It is kind of like how you adapt. So you know how, like, the, the moon rules the tides. So it's how you adapt, especially emotionally, to things. What type of malleability do you have in your in your life on like how things happen to you is also the mother so you kind of like find like your mother wounds and stuff here um this is also where your ilium coli is so you know how there's like medium coli there's ilium coli meaning this is who you are behind closed doors you can typically find it like around like that moon area which i'm starting to kind of like get into like the fourth house placement because the fourth house is ruled by the moon and it's ruled by cancer so your moon is a lot of like expression and emotion and the mother and you know your ilium coli who you are behind closed doors who you are underneath it all at the core like are you a little sensitive or are you just like really like mean as fuck things like that so your moon placement can determine how you regulate your emotions also Again, to to tie it into other aspects of your chart, like I said, I can't escape. Um, I have a moon in my 12th house. I have a moon in my 12th house, I believe. But I have a lot. I have a lot of strong. I have like Cancer in my fourth, but my moon is in my 12th. It's it's kind of ratchet there. So I do have like a lot of 
motherly wounds and stuff to kind of work through. Because again, the 12th house is like secrets and stuff, undercover brother stuff. So, and like past life trauma and shit. So, again, looking toward, look towards your moon. It's a little bit more, like, the moon sign is a little bit more simple. But, like I said, look towards the moon sign for how you adapt to situations, not just how you feel on the inside. No, no, no. It's deeper than that. You can find, like, your mother wounds here, like how your mother may have treated you if you didn't know them, if your mother has passed or not. How you would be a mother or motherly to somebody. How you care for someone. How you regulate your emotions. How you, like, your habits. Things that influence you emotionally and, like, my, like on a conscious level on a day-to-day. So just look to your mood for that. It's not just, you know, your general, like it is your general mood, but it can be deeper than that depending on the placement. So I hope this um, explained everything well. Like I said, there are some, in, there are some intermediate, there are some intermediate things that I spoke on that require you to really look at your chart and how it ties in. So yeah, like how it ties in the kind of everything. Um, kind of forgot where I was going with that because my daughter walked in, but essentially, yeah, I did use a lot of intermediate, um, astrology techniques, so just kind of re-listen to it, or like I said, head to my Facebook page and message the fuck out of me, just letting me know, like, what I need to explain a little bit more deeper and things like that. These three placements are not very complicated placements, but if you understand just how these three alone can tie in with each other, it can make a world of a difference in understanding your birth chart. But like I said, it takes a lot of practice and a lot of reading to kind of really understand how these things influence each other. I didn't think a lot of this stuff mattered when I first started doing birth charts because I couldn't under I, I couldn't understand the relationship. So once I really started understanding the relationship with the other planetary bodies and the signs in my chart, then I really got on my path and I'm like, oh, this is why I am like this. This is something I need to look into. This is a mother wound. This is like my potential path in life. I need to really start looking into, you know, becoming more open with my gifts because being in the public eye is something I cannot escape from. I was always meant to, with my Leo rising and my son in the 10th house, I was always meant to be a leader. I was always meant to be in the public eye on social media, in a podcast, things like that. I was meant to do that as my long-term career, which is my 10th house. It's something that will make me stable. So, like I said, so to just recap, your son, it is your who you are if you are at your best self, essentially, um, your moon. It's your general mood and things like that, but it's also how you regulate yourself and emotions and habits. It can also house like mother wounds or how you can be motherly to others. And you're rising. This is your environmental influences. This is kind of like what you grew up around. This is also kind of like who you were meant to be in this lifetime. Remember that your rising is more so like a, um, it is your first house placement so this will influence like you the most it is a aspect not a actual planetary body now you can have planetary bodies in your rising sign 
but the rising sign itself is not like an actual planetary body. It's just an aspect of the chart that will influence you the most. Alright? So I hope you guys I hope you guys have a great day. I hope this helped. Thank you, um, AL for saying this in. I don't remember if I said your actual name right now, but you know you are AL. Thanks for suggesting this. Let me know if you want me to do any other things like this. And I hope this helps. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Happy 2023. Glad to be back.